seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. I am so excited to be here with you today, and we're going to have a deep dive conversation. So in this episode and today, I'm feeling a little bit a little bit chill, a little bit reflective. There's been a lot going on in my personal life, in my mind, in my world. Everything's good. Everyone's good. But just like every other human, I've been going through a lot. And as I share on the show, and I'm sure I'll share more details as I go forward, life is filled with breakdowns that lead to breakthroughs. It's filled with ups and downs and times when you're really squeezed and times when all of a sudden you bust into this new level. And it's really normal to be in any of those positions. So lately, I don't know if it's the cosmos or the, you know, collective energy that's going around, but a lot of my clients, a lot of my good friends, even fellow mentors and healers are going through a really intense time. So you may feel really squeezed right now from the inside. You may feel like there's a lot of pressure maybe in your life to succeed or to be something. Or I know a lot of people are experiencing financial pressure with just, you know, peanut butter being $10 a jar. <laughs> there's a lot. I know a lot of you are parents and obviously have jobs or businesses, dreams, careers, whatever's going on, there's just a lot right now. So I am not exempt from this and I've been going through my own up levels and upgrades. So I'm going to share a little bit about what's been going on today. Who knows how much I will share. I often um, just let the podcast go where it wants to go. But today we are talking about surrender. We're talking about co-creation, what co-creation really means, what it means to co-create. Co-creation versus manifest manifestation, how they're different, how they're the same. We're going to dive into this whole entire topic because there's been a lot of things shifting in my world and the way that I see manifestation and how that interacts with spirit and how that comes into myself and my own personal life, the way I teach mentor my business. There's just, there's been a lot. So I'll try to share as much as I can in this episode, but we're just going to have a beautiful conversation. First of all, though, if you are new here, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia joy. I am a guide in your awakening. I teach you how to manifest the life that you are meant for, how to develop your intuition, tune into your soul's purpose, really make the most of this experience. Because if you're here, you're an old soul, you're meant for big things. You're meant for deep transformation. You're meant to create the life of your dreams. And I'm here for all of it. So welcome to the show. Let's dive in today. So today I'm talking about, as I said, co-creation, manifestation, and surrender. And we're talking about these all merging together. And I think that it's going to be really powerful for those of you that are drawn to this episode that need to hear more about this. So let's just start with 
manifestation. So manifestation in the way that it's taught typically, and even the things that I say on the podcast, manifestation is all about, okay, you know what? Hang on. Let's back up even more. Let's start with religion and typical, it's like, whoa, at a left field, but it's not typical religion that we were taught about. Um, you know, in Canada here, we are a Christian company, uh, no, not a company, a Christian country. So, you know, the majority, um, when I was growing up of people were Christian or believed in that God, Christ, that, you know, way of thinking, so a lot of people around where I was brought up and if if the people around me were religious, family, whatever, it was this teaching that God knows what's best. God is the one in control. You are at God's will, right? Which that was a really hard one for a lot of people to to swallow that didn't resonate with that. And in this in, te- in this podcast, my intention is never to offend anyone, to tell you what to believe. I think we all need to create our own unique relationship with spirit. I just want to say that going forward. But that was really about, you know, obey God. God is in the driver's seat. God will punish you. God will give you blessings. You have to do this, this, and this to be, you know, loved by God or to be, um, to be doing the right thing. You, you know, you spend your whole life trying to get to heaven because God can punish you and make you, you know, live in eternal hell. Nobody wants that. So there was a lot of fear and a lot of like God is in charge. And then as we move forward, there was this new age way of thinking that came about. And that was more about the universe and about law of attraction and about life being energy, not necessarily a dictator in the sky that's judging you, but more that you have the control and with your mind, you control your life. You can, you can change anything that you desire to change, whether it's your career, if you're depressed or if you want to move, you know, halfway across the world or even physical conditions. Like it's this belief that you can change anything you want. You can create anything you want because we live in a universe and in a life where the energy is malleable. So that's where most people are with law of attraction. And that's a lot of what I talk about, right? And even as my own beliefs expand, I want to say expand because they don't change necessarily. They're expanding. I believe that. I believe that we can create whatever we want. I do believe that what goes on in our head, in our thoughts really ripples out into the world. I believe in the law of attraction, meaning that what you focus on expands, what you focus on will be created into your experience, such as if you're constantly focused on the amount of debt you have, you kind of, there's no other option, but to manifest more debt and struggles with money. I believe that to be true, but do you see how we went from one end of the spectrum of like, God is in control of everything to, you know, some sectors of religion believe that into you are the creator, you are are God. And that, you know, triggers a lot of people, but that's part of the conversation is like, no spirit is within you. You are God experiencing itself. You have the power. There's nothing that God has that you don't, or that you are a child of God. So you have a piece of spirit within you and the power to co-create, right? So it went from one is in control and now you're the one in control. You can create anything you want. So the place where I have been expanded lately is in co-creation. 
So we hear about that co-create the life that you're meant for. And I even have done a podcast episode a while back, um, about like what co-creation is co-creation and like what that means and how this has to do with surrender, surrendering to your path, surrendering to what quote unquote, God, universe, spirit, your soul even wants for you. And so what is it? Is it that we create our experience or is it that there's a grand plan from source that we need to surrender to? And so co-creation is kind of in the middle where, and this is just personally my opinions. Okay. I want to say that before we get too deep is all of this is just the way that I perceive life and my beliefs expand. So what is true to me now may slightly shift in a few years, who knows, but between me and my channel from spirit, this is what we're picking up on through this, you know, reflection that's been going on the last few days within me. So co-creation is a mix of the two. Co-creation is where we are co-creating with spirit. And so this does bring in an element of surrender. So there was a podcast episode a few back with Ken Stone that was so powerful about experiencing divine presence, but he talked experiencing divine presence, but he talks about true surrender. And he talks about this story, how he came to terms with, if God wanted him to be homeless, he would, you know, pack up and live under a bridge and he would be homeless. So even hearing that, and I really like him, I really like everything he's about. So hearing that triggered me because part of me was like, well, no, because I can co-create anything I want. I don't want to be homeless. In fact, I want to believe that I can live in a home that is beautiful or is surrounded by nature or has, you know, I live comfortably. I live abundantly. I believe that you can create that. I can create that. So what are we, what are we doing? Are we surrendering and kind of throwing up our hands and going like, I surrender, which is not what Ken was saying, because I, as I said, I really respect him. I love him. Um, you know, I've talked to him outside the podcast. I have a deep connection with him. I think he's awesome. And I think what he's saying is we have to be willing to surrender But there is also this level of taking responsibility. And I think this is where co-creation truly happens. So I'm just going to use an example of, say I am drawn to go to Bali and I know I need to go. It's been on my vision board to go. I'm dreaming of going. I know that it feels right in my soul. So I'm, I'm starting to save the money. I'm looking at flights, whatever it is. And say I, you know, book a plane ticket and I'm supposed to leave in two weeks. And then I get a notification that something has happened and my flight is canceled and it's rerouted, or maybe the resort I booked at is actually full and it can't happen. So this is And I'm using this example so that you can kind of see how we are creating our experience, but we also need to surrender what, and I'm going to get into like what surrender is so that I can explain it better as well. But say this is the case, the deliberate creation part is I'm going to Bali, like that's what's meant for me. I'm making it happen. It's on my vision board. I'm praying. I'm asking, I'm slowly saving money. I'm like, it's, it's going to happen. But when life comes in and cancels my, you know, accommodations, and makes me look somewhere else. This is the place where we can all practice a bit more surrender. So I was explaining to a client just today, we're talking about this and what surrender truly is. And I like to teach surrender as surrender is literally not fighting life. 
It's not fighting what is. So how many times in a day, in a month, in a year do we go, this shouldn't be happening. I should be making more money by now. Or like, what the heck? The resort canceled my thing. Like, what the hell? Like I was, I saw myself staying there. They had a pool. I was going to get a massage. Like what the fuck? Right? So we, we have this, we all of a sudden start having this attitude of like, this shouldn't be happening. This is wrong. So maybe another example is you're wanting to find a partner and a couple years have gone by where you've been doing, you know, your inner work or you've been whatever it is, you've been going on a dates, you've been like doing what you know to do and they still haven't come in. This is when we have to, or I'm going to suggest practicing surrender to go, I'm not going to fight what is. Because if they haven't walked into my life yet, to be saying they should have already, or I should be staying at this resort, that's what I thought was going to happen. That is when we are not in surrender. We are now taking our own ego beliefs, how we think it should be, which is our free will, which comes into this too. We have free will to choose the life that we want, to choose where we put our focus, to really choose what we want to manifest. However, If you're listening to this podcast, you're an old soul. And if you're an old soul, you're here for big transformation. And there's a bigger plan at hand beyond the millions of dollars you're going to make the accomplishments that you're going to accomplish. There's a bigger plan at hand. And I believe that spirit has an even better life for us in store when we are on the path, remembering our divine power healing. Really, it doesn't mean we have to be doing all this stuff all the time. It's really just the life of being a seeker. If we're staying true to our seeker path and uncovering more of ourselves and diving into the work, we will live a life that is even better than what we think that we know. So surrender can be like a diamond in a piece of coal (laughs) where The coal is the detour. The coal is the like, what the hell? My resort is canceled. But you have no idea that by being quote unquote forced to find new accommodations, you're going to find somewhere that has a bigger gift in it for you. So maybe you find a place that's even nicer for an even better deal, or maybe you find a place where you end up meeting your soulmate because he or she or they are staying there, or maybe a friend that becomes like a lifelong friend, or maybe The place that you have to choose instead offers deep meditation classes, and that teacher is going to help you to uncover something. This is where we have to surrender because maybe from the perspective of source, you were supposed to, in quotes, go to this other retreat center or accommodations anyway, but because of whatever reason, you made a different choice and you picked the first place. So these are just really simple kind of examples to say, like, you don't know why you become detoured. The place of surrender is, is surrendering how you get there, surrendering the, the ultimate plan, but also for yourself, because we're seekers, we're self-growth junkies, we want to create these specific things that we want to create. It's like, I will go forward. I'm going to do everything I know to create. I'm going to do the healing work. I'm going to intend. I'm going to meditate. Whatever it is that actually feels good to you with that focus on, yeah, of course I want $20,000 months, or I want to be traveling the world, or I want to have my own business. Yes. Dream. Go after your dreams. I believe that your dreams and desires 
desires are divinely planted within you. So listen to those desires that are on your heart and be really open to the higher plan because I want you to really hear this because this is how spirit shows it to me. Those desires you have on your heart are true, but you don't always know what is quote unquote supposed to happen. So maybe you're asking for a soulmate. Your soulmate right now is backpacking around Europe and that's where you guys are meant to connect. You have an inspiration to go to Europe, which is all divinely planted because you're making your way toward your soulmate, right? At the same time, he or she, or they have an inspiration to go to Europe. You start looking at flights and you go to make one decision. Then you're like, oh, there's actually a better deal to this airport. And then I could take the train, whatever. You kind of change the plan last minute because we have free will. Totally fine. You book this, but now he's over in a different country. And so source has to connect you to. So sometimes that means canceling your flight. So you're forced to take a train and then they cancel, you know, his or, or her excursion or trip in some sort so that they have to stay another night in this city. Do you know what I mean? So behind the scenes, there could be the greatest orchestration of your deepest desires, but it's not always going to be how you think it is. And in fact, as I'm saying that my spirit team saying, it's never going to be the way you think it is because we can only think within the confines of our own mind. So I'm going to do an example from my own life. I wanted to be an entrepreneur like forever. I had, you know, all the jobs when I was younger and I wanted to help people with nutrition. That was my first thing with intuitive eating. I wanted to have an online business and I wanted to serve people all over the world. I had these visions of memberships and clients and courses and making all this money and having freedom with my kids. And just like, really, I really deeply wanted it. That was the path I was meant to take. But along the way, I've been detoured in every which direction. I've had shit fall apart. I've had 10K months. I've had $200 months. I've had no dollar months. I have been thrown around by this entrepreneurial journey because part of the reason I got into this journey, says Source, is because entrepreneurship is an incredible self-development program (laughs) because it gives you all the things. You discover your limits. You discover where you don't believe in yourself when it's hard to show up, how you value yourself when you're pricing your stuff. Like it's everything. So I am meant to have a business because I'm meant in this lifetime to be a healer, to be a spiritual teacher, to help people all over the world. That's the part I was focusing on. Like I'm going to get a website. I'm going to have a Facebook. It's going to be amazing. Right. And But the background of that was that this self-development course of entrepreneurship is also having me grow. It's, it has sent me to rock bottoms. It has made me feel not good enough. It has made me feel frustrated, but it's also made me feel powerful. It's helped me to activate my gifts being like in contact with so many one-on-one clients and doing voice memos all day and channeling. And it has grown my gifts faster than I would have on my own. It's given me a reason to be of service, to learn how to work with spirit more and do card readings for people. Like I'm talking about all my years. 
it has taught me so much. It's taught me how to show up on video and how to teach a class and how to take people through a program and all the tech back end of it all. And, you know, it's got me to the place where I've learned so much. I've channeled so much. It's been, it's grown the material of my book. Like it's been an incredible journey, but not one that I thought I knew how it was going to go. If that even made sense. I thought, and I've laughed about this before I quit my job. I had, I think, two months of my rent saved up and I was like, okay, within two months of giving myself full-time focus on my business, I will be living off my business. No problem. That did not happen for years. I even had to go back and get a job at one point many years ago because I just couldn't make it work. I couldn't sustain myself. I couldn't make enough to live doing something I was deeply called to do. So the reason I'm saying this example is there was more reasons behind why I chose this than just to have 20K months and to have a full membership. And yes, of course, to impact people. But I was only looking at... I was cherry picking the vision, right? But sources like, if you want all this, it's going to take a lot more growth, a lot more self-worthiness. I'm going to have to, you know, on the back end, get organized in my finances, in my business, value myself, become a CEO, learn how to balance life and work and kids and all the things. It's been so much more, but it has expressed grown me. So again, why I'm saying this is that even as we speak in my business, if you listen to the episode right before this about the new uh, virtual retreat experience I'm hosting, I shared a little bit about how I've been going through a massive change in my business, a massive pivot. So sometimes we are pivoted where either we're frustrated, we're stuck, we're stagnant. It just doesn't quite feel right anymore. And we're being told to change. That could be in a relationship. It could be the way you're doing your life. It could be with alcohol or with, you know, pastimes or with exercise or your health. It could be any area that we start getting this nudge of like, oh, there's something more. And in that, we need to surrender to what spirit is trying to tell us. So again, go forward with your goals and dreams. We're meant to have them. Hold that vision of your money goal or your business goal or your personal goal. Like, please, we are meant to have goals. We are meant to move forward. However, we want to be very open to not only the way in which we're going to achieve those things, because source will detour you, you will be nudged and I'm going to get to tests and assignments and all of this in just a second. Um, you will be nudged, you will be guided. And even with me, I started out doing nutrition and within a year or two, I was like, I'm so over nutrition. I want to teach more because I was teaching intuitive eating and it was intuition. I wanted to teach people how to develop their intuition and not just use it for food, use it for everything. And then that, my love of manifestation, my passion for the law of attraction started coming forward. It was like, that's what I actually want to teach. But in the beginning, imagine if I was like, no, I need to stay with nutrition because that's what I started doing. And I went to school for nutrition and I have these fancy letters behind my name. Like, no, this is what I have to be. If I did that, I wouldn't be here now. And now, yes, we talk about nutrition sometimes with my clients and health is a big part of my life. As I sit next to a leader smoothie right now, it's a big part of my life, but it is so not what I want to talk about all day, every day. I want to talk about spirit. I want to talk about your soul. I want to talk about how to create the life that you're meant for. I want to talk about healing and growth and expansion and creating a life of abundance and freedom and purpose. I was called bigger. So I was called to detour 
And in the months of giving up my business, even had such a cool name, Food Buddha, it was so awesome. In closing down that Facebook page and telling clients I wasn't taking nutrition clients anymore and stopping my group program around intuitive eating and like all this stuff, it was scary. It was triggering. It was gut-wrenching. I had doubt. I had fear. I was like, how am I going to make money? How am I going to do this? I'm now going from food to like law of attraction. I was like, how many people are going to actually follow me there? It was scary, but I keep surrendering and pivoting to what spirit is calling me for. And I am an entrepreneur that works from home that has the freedom to take my daughter's birthday off or can work from Starbucks or can work when I'm at an Airbnb. Like I can do that now. I am progressively making more income and serving more people. The goals are being accomplished, but the way in which I've come here and then even now standing in a massive pivot where I'm getting ready to like just release so much of what I have been doing because I'm called bigger that requires surrender. So surrender is not fighting what is. I use this example with my clients cuz it's so obvious. It's like if I want to sleep in because I'm tired, but my son wakes me up at five o'clock in the morning because he peed his bed or he had a bad dream. In that moment of my son waking me up, life is calling me to go change pee clothes. <laughs> Real life. Life is calling me to go be with my son and help him in that moment. It's not calling me to check my email. It's not calling me to do the dishes. It's not calling me to sleep. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's calling me to be with my son. So what is is right in front of me, right? And to go, this shouldn't be happening. He shouldn't pee the bed. Someone would be like, what are you talking about? He's three. He's like learning. You know what I mean? We, we can't just fight what is, but when it comes into other areas of life, like that area is really clear. If your child's sick and throwing up, like life is calling you to be with that kid, not to like run out the door and go to a yoga class. Like it sucks sometimes because you want to do something different, but when life is calling you to do something, that is the part of surrender. It's surrendering how I'm going to get there. It's surrendering to the detours and it's to ask what is life calling me to do right now? And when we are in non-surrender, we're gripping on to what we think it should be. We're gripping on to how we think this should go. We're gripping on to like, we should be there by now. This should be easier. I should have figured this out. It should be easy, right? But life is asking you to pay attention to something. There's something coming up that you are not surrendering to. So this is the place where we can almost go back to that spiritual, that God sense of surrender and putting our hands up and going source spirit, God, what are you asking of me? Where is this detour going? What is life trying to tell me? And that's the thing is we want to go forward with our goals, but when life is stopping you, triggering you, detouring you, things are not working. There's a time to put up your hands and go spirit. Show me what I'm missing. Where would you have me go? Show me what you're trying to tell me, right? Or doing, if it's less spirit focused, doing work like inner child work or shadow work. What are my triggers? What is this trying to tell me? What is this calling me to lean into? What's not working here? What is this asking me to release? What is this asking me to step into, right? So I shared again, um, just a tiny bit in the episode before, but in this whole pivot where my business is going to be moving into more in-depth experiences, I have to create, uh, it's coming from my soul. I want people in my 
private containers, in retreats, in deep dive experiences, people that are really ready for that transformation and show up mind, body, and soul and are ready for it. And I do not doubt my gifts, the power of spirit that moves through me, the content I share to make massive changes in people's lives. So I've lately been feeling for the last like six months, like what I'm doing is not the fullest expression of what I could do. My things, you know, the, the containers that I'm creating right now are powerful, but I've been doing this for a long time. I need more. You need more. You are ready for more. So as soon as I started going, I want to do retreats, which I've been talking about on the show, like the whole time, all of my stuff started coming up and I was triggered and I was finding myself like putting it off and not being confident enough to just book it and trust and move forward. Like every time I'd be stopped. So I'd be working with my mentor and being like, what is going on? And it was bigger levels of inner child work, of abandonment wounds, of being seen, of feeling enough, of sharing who I truly am in person, right here, standing next to me, giving me a hug, being in the same space as me. That's scary because what if I'm not enough for you? What if I don't have what it takes to create the transformation that I know in my soul and in my heart that I'm capable of. These are the wounds that come up. So again, the surrender aspect is, or the co-creation meets surrender. The manifestation meets co-creation meets surrender is like, I am called to put on retreats. That's a goal. It's a vision. It's like, would be on my vision board. It's also part of my soul. So I want to do it. But when I'm feeling resistance, I open up my arms and I go, spirit, what are you trying to tell me? And I realized it was deeper self-worthiness work which was like a year ago and I'm, and I'm still doing it. And now I am so much closer feeling that resistance clearing, which is why I'm doing the two day virtual retreat manifestation breakthrough, which I am so fucking excited about. It's next level. It's different. It is completely new for me to create an online, an online retreat experience, deep dive portal of healing and transformation as I prepare to segue into the in-person And maybe if this two day experience is really powerful for people and you really like it, maybe I'll do a couple of those in the year and then a retreat once a year or twice a year or something like that. But my business is changing and it's scary as fuck, but I'm surrendering to it because it is what I'm being called to do. So do you see how I'm going to go out and I'm going to create the life of my dreams, which is my free will. That is the law of attraction. That is the law that those are the laws of the universe. I have the power to create what I want, but as I am detoured, as I am triggered, as I am tested, the biggest skill you can have is knowing when to hold them and when to fold them. And I'm not going to fold on my dreams. That's for damn sure. But what it means is not just pushing through and being like, I have to here, take my deposit on my credit card. I'm just going to fucking do it. But then I'm riddled with nervous, weird energy that is undealt with wounds. Do you think that's going to be a successful retreat? Right? So if I would have forced this out a year and a half ago, it wouldn't have been as powerful as what is happening now. It couldn't have been. So I was stopped with good reason, but I also do get to create the life of my dreams. And that's the co-creation piece is of course I get to create what I want, whether it's the income or to have a specific retreat in a specific location. Of course I can, but I also need to surrender what spirit wants me to know and see along the way. So the last thing I want to talk about is tests and then I'm going to wrap this up. So when you feel squeezed or tested, 
It's an assignment calling you and inviting you forward to step into something more, step more into your authenticity, into trust, into faith, into self-love and worthiness, into your core values. It depends what the test is and what's going on. So again, if you're going along your manifestation journey and you're doing the mantras and you're doing the thing and you believe that you're worthy of this, but you constantly feel tested, this is the co-creation piece. Source is going, we want to give you the money, we want to give you the business, but there's an assignment coming up that you need to move through. So when things feel like they're falling apart or there's a lot of resistance, it's an assignment It's a test asking you to go deeper into what you're learning to say, what is coming up for me here with the retreat? I could go like, why do I keep self-sabotaging this? But actually I looked at it like a test. I'm like, what is coming up? Oh my gosh. The feelings of not being good enough so deeply. Like it makes me want to curl up in a ball and puke. That's like a year ago, a little bit more. That's exactly what I was feeling. The thought of doing a retreat made me so excited and also made me want to throw up. And I was like, okay, there's something here, right? Which invited me deeper into the work. Tests are seeing how you will respond. Will you accept the assignment? Will you respond going deeper into the work, going deeper into healing or trust or faith or self-worthiness or your authentic truth? Or are you going to respond with shame, with push, with force, with control, with lack, with guilt, with shame, right? If something is like not working in my business, do I go, this means I'm an awful healer and I'm not meant to be doing this? Or do I go, huh, what could this be showing me? Maybe this offer is out of authenticity. Maybe my heart's not really in it, or maybe there's some other energetic reason, right? So we have to surrender to why this is coming up, why something can feel right, but not be unfolding. That's when we put up our arms and we go spirit, like show me what I'm missing for me to step into the freedom that I wanted in my business. And I'm not just talking financial freedom. I'm talking like freedom of my schedule, freedom to work the days I want to work and, you know, do the opportunities I want to do and all this stuff with that, like even taking the example of making my own schedule, I had to learn boundaries because at first I'm like, I want to make my own schedule. I want to take time off and I want to be like there for my kids. And I would never book any time off because I was coming from lack and scarcity. It took me like two years to actually book off a week and say to my clients, like, I'm not around for this week. It took me years to actually do that because there's an assignment there. Yes, I want freedom in my schedule, but do I feel worthy of taking time off? Am I, is it going to default me into lack and fear? Am I going to feel like I'm not showing up for my clients and they're going to hate me? And what if they need me and all that stuff? I had to work through that. In like the first two years of my business, there was boundaries, there was self-value, there was worthiness, there was balance, all these things I mentioned a few minutes ago. So we go into something and yeah, we want all of the perks, but you're going to have to learn along the way. There's going to be things that come up that actually are working for you to give you what you want. The universe also wants me to have freedom in my life, but I had to learn boundaries. I had to learn actually setting aside time for myself, self-value, self-worthiness. I had to heal a bit before I even felt comfortable saying, I'm going to take some time off. But because I learned that all those years ago, now I am actually in charge of my schedule because I've learned how to do that. So do you see how sometimes we need to surrender to why something isn't working and going, 
maybe I'm missing something. Or another example of surrender is maybe we've picked something that we desire, but it's really not meant for us. It's really not in authenticity. We just think we want it, right? So there's examples of like, Maybe your, your uh, parents or your family really forced you to go into law school so much that you decided that that's probably what you wanted. But deep down, you love painting. You love art. Maybe you wanted to be a therapist or a counselor or a teacher. And deep down, all you want to do is art. That's all you want to do or you want to write books. But you've convinced yourself, okay, I'm going to go to law school. So now you're saying, like, I can see myself graduating law school and I'm going to make this much money and I'm going to have my own practice. And the universe may rip you the fuck away from that. And you're going, why? Because when you dig deeper, you see that it's not really authentically yours. It's not what you actually wanted. So it depends what's going on, what the test is, what's coming up, where the resistance is, and and sort of where we surrender and why it's calling us to surrender. That's going to be case to case, why it's calling us to surrender. But the best thing that you can do is to learn that balance of I'm a co-creator, I'm here to create my experience, but I'm also going to surrender to the nudges, to the signs, when the universe is communicating with me, when my intuition comes forward, when there's roadblocks, when there's tests coming up, when things detour me, right? Can I learn as I go? And maybe you're writing a book and you're writing it, you're going along, maybe you get an editor and you realize the book is like shit or a lot needs to be rewritten. You could go, what the hell? I thought I was called to write a book. I thought that I would do it. And now it's like not even good enough. Oh my God, is this even going to sell? Are people going to even want to read it? But the universe is actually helping you to curate the book you were meant to write. And the first draft was just a first draft and it's going to get honed into this beautiful book that's going to change the world. So sometimes we have to get out of our own way going, why isn't this working? Why isn't it happening the way that I wanted it to? Why isn't it happening as quick as I wanted it to? It's because you're learning. So the thing I want to say to end off this episode is you are the creator of your experience. I truly, truly believe that nothing is outside possibility. You can heal your body from conditions. You can make as much money as you desire. You can start a business, even if you have no idea what it would be. You can meet your soulmate, even if you've been single for 20 years. You absolutely can. And can we do it with the energy of co-creation? Co is me and spirit. I have these goals. I have these dreams. Let's see what spirit wants for me. And every once in a while checking in and going, God, spirit, universe, is this, is this in the highest good? Is this what you want for me? And so sometimes in my business, even in the last six months, there's been times where I'm like, what, something is getting uncomfortable. Something is not right. What do you want from me? Not in a like, what do you want from me? But like, where are we going? Where are we headed? Use me, use my gifts, spirit. I want to work with you. I don't want to push this forward anymore in the way that I think. I don't want to do a shit ton of work to, at the end of the day, go like, meh, Like I want to be fully embodied, fully in spirit to do potent, powerful things with people to help them change their life. Show me what is in the highest good for me. 
And over the last year, I keep getting these nudges about in-person and about retreat and about like deeper healing of my abandonment, all these things I'm talking about, because that is in everybody's highest good for the people that are meant to be in my circle and the men, the people that are meant to come to these experiences. So sometimes it's not that you have the wrong vision or the wrong goal. It's just that it takes a little bit to get there. And the last thing, the last example from this that I want to say is I just realized, you know, about a month ago or so that I was looking at it like I had to go from what I'm doing now straight into retreats. And every time I try to do that, more levels of stuff comes up and it, you know, I, it sends me into deeper healing. So maybe this was again, like a month ago, I'm going like, maybe it's not all or nothing. Maybe it's not going from, you know, one zoom workshop to a five day retreat. Maybe that's a big leap. Yes. Retreat is in my ultimate vision, but maybe I need to do something in the middle. And that's when this whole download came about this two day virtual retreat and taking practices and exercise that I've been cur- exercises that I've been curating for years, different, really fun things that I've been like saving for retreats and for in-person experiences and connection and circles and conversation and workshopping. And like, maybe I could take that and bridge the gap between where I'm going and where I have been. And that felt so good. I started telling my husband about it and I got goosebumps head to toe over and over and over. And I'm like, I have no doubt that I can facilitate breakthrough. I have no doubt that spirit moves through me for exactly what the people need when they are focused, when they are committed, when they are there. I have no doubt of it. So I need to bridge the gap between where I've been and where I'm going. And that's what I'm doing with this two-day immersive virtual retreat experience that I could not feel more excited about. And I don't have the inner chatter coming up and I don't have all the BS because I've been doing so much work on that stuff. And I know as I look at this and then go on to the in-person, it's going to be the perfect stepping stones to get to where I'm going while also learning along the way, right? Doing the spiritual work to become the person that hosts retreats all over the world. So I'm not going from all or nothing. So I want you to think about the fullest expression of your goal. That's the end result, the money goal, the business goal, the partner goal. That's the end result. But maybe as you grow, there's incremental upgrades you can take along the way as you grow into that person, because we have a goal and to manifest, to use the law of attraction is putting it all on you. You're in charge of your mindset. You're in charge of every inspired action. It's all you, which is a lot of pressure. So take off half of that pressure and go, yeah, I'm, of course I'm going to show up. Of course I'm going to do everything that I'm called to do, but let's invite spirit into this a little bit more. Let's invite God's plan, spirit's plan, the universe's plan for me into this a little bit more and continue asking, continue surrendering, Continue asking what else is here for me? What is this showing me? What is this calling of me? Because you are simultaneously being called to step into the person that can achieve those goals. It's not all or nothing. I don't go from one thing to, you know, from one to 10 overnight. We have to work our way there. And spirit is calling you there with the things that have been coming forward. So permission to dive deeper into the work, permission to continue practicing, showing up for yourself, tuning into spirit, pulling cards, connecting with your intuition, connecting with your spirit team to be like, what is this resistance showing me? 
If there's major resistance, it's not just on you to positive your way through it harder, to think better, to raise your vibe, to act as if harder. You're not doing it enough. That's not what's happening. Spirit is trying to connect with you, is trying to show you your next step. So don't try to put all the pressure on yourself with this new age manifestation stuff to go like, oh, I just must not be meditating hard enough. No, it's that there's a spiritual assignment coming forward and it's something around learning how to value yourself, learning how to love yourself, learning how to move through the wounds that have showed you has that have shown you that you're not good enough for what you say you want, that you're not worthy of what you say you want. That's probably what's coming up. It's not just that it's not working or it's not going to work or that you have to do muscle harder and do all this shit. It's actually time to accept the spiritual assignment. So I hope that there's been something in this that has resonated with you as we inch along in this manifestation journey, as we, you know, set these goals and set these intentions while also putting up our arms every once in a while and going, I surrender, show me the way. If something's not working, we're not shoulding, going, it should have happened We're going, what's here for me? What is this detour? What is coming up for me? That's what spirit's trying to tell me. So I hope again, that this was helpful. If you are called to go deeper, I have two things going on. The daily manifestation or the daily, the daily practice manifestation challenge that starts August 1st. It's a daily practice challenge. It's only $33 for two weeks. We are going through a new practice every single day. And this is to show you that the art of manifestation is also the art of showing up for yourself. So if you are in this place of self-love, self-worth, um, daily practices, showing up for your body, your mind, your soul, connecting to spirit. This is for you. Every day you will receive a new daily practice. That's 20 minutes or less. You can read all about it on the page. The link is below. That's the daily practice manifestation challenge. And then of course, I welcome you into the brand new manifestation breakthrough two day virtual retreat experience. It's a transformative portal to workshop the process of manifestation. But then you also get morning meditations, share circles, powerful activations, activities, and so much more to make it feel like a gorgeous, nourishing retreat. And I keep joking. You can just tell your family that you're going to lock yourself inside a room for two days and you're going to come out a butterfly. No big deal, right? We're cocooning. We're cocooning around here. The transformation is happening. So I can't wait to see you in those. The links are below for all of that also for where you can find me and even access to the freebie center, which is a brand new space with all of my freebies. So hope to see you in one of those um, places. And you can always find me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. Come over, say hi, let me know how this episode resonated for you and I will see you in the next one. Okay. Take care, my love. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I want you to take a second to put your hand on your heart and maybe even take a deep breath and take in everything that was talked about today that resonated with you. Invite it into your cells, invite it into your mind and into your energy as you upgrade your life. It was a pleasure connecting with you in this episode. If you want more, come find me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation and I'll see you in the next episode. Sending you so much love.